0: The nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. You know, I really wanted to title today's episode, California is Racist, but mm. I didn't. And instead... I have titled today's episode, The Ebony Alert, A Solution or a Problem in Tackling Racism. thought that was a little nicer. The reason we're going to be talking about this is because, for anybody who is not aware, the Amber Alert was created as basically a broadcast emergency response. And it was a legacy to nine-year-old Amber Hagerman, who was kidnapped while riding her bicycle in Arlington, Texas. This was back in 1996. Now I think that this was an amazing installation when it comes to um, just the speed and the the awareness around a missing child. An incredible, incredible asset to have.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great resource. I mean, we've all had our phones next to us, and that loud alarm goes off and. Warns you of what to be on the lookout for, or you see the freeway signs, whatever it may be. And and the Ember Alert in itself, like I I think it's a great thing that we have out there.
0: We had cell phones in 1996? No. So I'm guessing maybe it was like a national radio broadcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as... Got it. And then as uh, technology advanced and we we integrated it within the advancements in technology. Well, um, this governor, Gavin Newsom of California, has recently signed a Senate bill. It's Senate Bill 673, where he introduced the nation's first ebony alert, drawing parallels with the amber alert. This new system is specifically prioritizing the search for missing black youth and young adults. So what he is saying is now we need to recognize that this is all about color, and when there's the, the name Amber is indicative of a white child, he thinks, and so now we need to have the ebony alert so that when an alert for a missing child goes out, we know that there should be a difference between a black child and a white child. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. When an Amber alert has gone out in the past and it has been for a black missing child, do we question that at all do we ask ourselves like any questions about that at all when an ebony alert goes out there's a description right it typically will say the description of the child and it will typically say the description of the whatever evidence can be given to the public at that time
1: yeah it gives out license plates descriptions of the child the suspect any any and everything that they can bring forward to be on the lookout for, because millions of eyes are way better than a couple hundred and just the law enforcement agencies at that specific location where who's publishing it. And it's, I I mean, I think this is a, a rabbit hole that we're going down deeper and deeper because now every race is going to want their own. Like, Amber Alert, and and no matter what, like, yes, this is an ebony, an ebony alert, but we're going to see, what are people still going to call it? They're still going to call it the Amber Alert.
0: Well, because we have to ask the question here, are we unintentionally racializing a system that was designed to protect the vulnerable? So remembering that the Amber Alert was named after Amber Hagerman, and that she was Abducted and then murdered in Texas, it had nothing to do with the color of her skin. And if it was, we would call it the white alert and not the amber alert. So, and you're right. Like, should we now have the, what? I don't know, whatever euphemism they're going to use for the Indian alert or the Asian alert? Like, it's not about color, but by, by doing this, I believe that all that we are doing is we are accentuating the this perpetual, divide and we are instilling racism in things that are commonplace, which I think is an incredibly dangerous move. So
1: and most people don't know this, but there are numerous alerts that we do currently have in place. So you have the silver alert. A silver alert is for someone who's elderly, who is a critical missing, or could be a a victim of a violent crime of some type to be on the lookout for. Um, then there's a, a, a few others that they're color, they're color based, not race based, but color based because. You have, okay, the amber alert, the silver alert, um, and I'm drawing a blank on the other ones that that are out there, but kind of defined more into specific kind of age brackets or specific instances, but not anything going off of race or ethnicity by any means.
0: Yeah, it it looks like the National Crime Information Center reported 141,000 missing black children in 2022. And it looks like this made up 38% of missing persons in 2022. So I'm wondering, like, this isn't even the majority, right? So why create something that is instilling so much divide? And more importantly, why create this new system instead of spending time and resources into better developing the existing system? It's such a waste all the way around, but... I think the important part here is the, the social element to it, where I, I honestly, it, it, it could, it could be a double edged sword. Okay. Because they're creating racism. And let's be honest, racism exists, especially in the United States. So tell me what you think will happen if you have somebody who is racist or who doesn't, let's just say that they're not fond of people who aren't their own skin color. And this could be anybody. And they see that. There, now that there's a divide, right, now that we have identified that it's going to be black versus white, what happens when they see that there's an ebony alert that shows up on their phone if they don't care?
1: It's either they're going to – it could take a negative approach towards that situation.
0: Or they could just dismiss it and not look at it at exactly. all, which creates a dangerous situation. If we see an amber alert – We have never cared about the color of the child's skin. We care that there's a missing child. You see an Amber Alert, you look at it, right? You see an Amber Alert when you're driving on the freeway, you look at it. But now they're creating a divide to where there are going to be instances of people who are just going to 100% dismiss it altogether. And that could be the difference between life and death of a child If you have somebody who is driving down the road and that car that you're looking for with that, that ebony alert child who is in it, that could be completely missed altogether. And I think that's dangerous.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, there, what's crazy is, is the only point to this, there's nothing other from what I've seen is there's nothing other than putting a race or ethnicity within that Compared to Because all they're using is the same outlets that they do for Amber Alerts. And nothing changes for an Ebony Alert compared to an Amber Alert. It's just, it's the name. That's the only difference between the two.
0: I wonder how this even became an issue to begin with. And when I first told you about it, Clint, the first thing that I said to you was, man, Amber's poor parents, right? Because they put forward this initiative to create this to begin with. And... I don't know how Amber's parents feel about it, but I would imagine that if I was Amber's parents, I would be sickened by the fact that they have turned this into uh, another racial element instead of the tool to be able to find missing children that it was intended for. I can guarantee you, poor Amber's parents back in 1996 who were dealing with the, the devastation of trying to find their missing child and then the devastation of finding that missing child dead never once in their mind did they come up with a thought of like, Amber was white and now we need to create a system so that we can identify all white missing children. Do you know how absurd that sounds? That's And that's exactly, you know, what we're doing now in 2023, decades later.
1: You know, instead of trying to create just a color-based system on whether it's a, a white kid for the or Hispanic or whatever it is for the Amber alert. And then to have a ebony alert for just for black juveniles. Um, why didn't, why didn't we propose something to make it more of a, say it's an ebony alert, but find something that is different. That isn't a different type of alert to benefit these people in a different aspect, meaning of the, the, say, the human trafficking side of it, of being able to specifically focus, okay, an ebony alert is focused on human trafficking. And this person is currently being human trafficked. And this is why that alert goes out.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. But the the biggest issue here, too, is that when you create such a broad spectrum like this, it confuses people, If I were to ask my dad what the difference is between an amber alert, a silver alert and an ebony alert, he is not going to know what I'm talking about. So that, too, is creating a a bigger issue here. And now now the the wheels are turning because we don't have the boy alert. We don't have the girl alert. And that's because California doesn't even know what they are. But this is just another example of how this isn't right. Plain and simple, I don't see a benefit to creating color out of something that was intended to be a benefit to finding a missing child.
1: I agree. And it's something, it's, it's sad to see that we continue to create these divides more and more.
0: Yeah, I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.